Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. Kazuo Ueda has been nominated as the new governor of the Bank of Japan, succeeding Haruhiko Kuroda in April. And now the question remains whether he will stick to Japan's ultra loose policy. He's already been dubbed neither as a dove nor a hawk, but an owl. What does that mean? And what will be his stance on monetary policy? Will he change course? And what's next for the Japanese yen? And joining us on the phone to Tell us more is Ruth Carson, senior reporter for FX and rates at Bloomberg. Ruth, welcome back to the show. Great to be here. Hi. Okay. You know, Kazuo Weta, he's gotten the nod to become the next governor of the Bank of Japan. To start off, what do we have to know about Kazuo Weta and his stance on monetary policy? Will he change course? Well, as you pointed out earlier, one way to certainly describe him is perhaps neither Duff nor Hawk, but perhaps. An owl. At least that's what's been reported in parts of the media. What does that mean? Yeah, so that description was made famous by Christine Lagarde at her first Mm -hmm. policy meeting as head of the European Central Bank in 2019. She Mm -hmm. said, I'm neither dove nor hawk, and my ambition is to be this owl that is often associated with a little bit of wisdom. Perhaps, perhaps that can be attributed to Ueda too. It's been dubbed the Ban Bananki of Japan, the poised Mm -hmm. academic who graduated from MIT under the tutelage of Stanley Fisher. Now, this is the same Fisher who taught the likes of Bernanke, Mario Mm -hmm. Draghi, and former RBA Deputy Governor Guy DeBell. Ueda's appointment took the markets completely by surprise. When news first broke, it wasn't just reporters, but traders and investors who were scrambling to piece together Mm -hmm. who the next BOJ governor would be. What we do know is that he's a former economics lecturer at the University of Tokyo. He's been described as thoughtful, rational, and likely to continue Kuroda's easy monetary policy at least for a little while Mm -hmm. before forging his own path. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. But being a scholar and, you know, having graduated from MIT, is his, you know, stance a bit different from the traditional, let's say, Haruhiko Kuroda? Well, look, uh, Kuroda had to do what he did in terms of monetary easing uh, mm-hmm. at a time when deflation was a real threat in Japan. Whether or not uh, Ueda will continue with that remains to be seen, but we have to remember that inflation is 4% now, multi-decades high in Japan. So mm-hmm. it's probably unlikely that he would continue with that. At least that's what um, markets are signaling. Right, right. Okay. And under the current governor, Haruhiko Kuroda, his ultra-loose monetary policy, right, the Japanese yen, it's taken a hit in the past year. How did the Japanese yen react to his Kazuo Weta's nomination? Yes, so the yen did plunge to a 32-year low back in October. That was at the height of US inflation fears, trading at around 151 per dollar. Now, the yen has recovered quite a bit of ground since then. And on the day the news broke that Ueda could be the next BOJ governor, it rose more than 1.3% against the dollar. The whole premise to the gain was expectations that Ueda, an unknown at the time, was mm-hmm. more likely to raise interest rates than more dovish peers. It strengthened to below the key 130 per dollar level on the day, but it's now trading back around the 135 level. Okay, okay. So with his nomination, what does this mean for the Japanese yen bulls? Yeah, so this is a tough one right now if you have long yen positions and the yen is continuing to fall against the dollar. But 
look, there's short-term trading and there's those that take a longer view. And for the second type of investors, yen bulls may still have reason to hold on to their positions. At around $135 per dollar, the yen is still cheap. Goldman Sachs Group, Morgan Stanley, Pine Bridge Investments and a host of other Wall Street banks all recommend buying the yen versus the dollar right now because all it takes is a Japanese race to tighten a little bit to begin the process of closing the rates gap between Japan and the US. So Von Tobel mm. Asset Management, for example, reckons that a hundred, that's right, a hundred wow. is a fair value for the yen. That's incredibly okay. bullish, 35 mm-hmm. from where it is today. But yeah. it does show you how much further this currency can rally according to market participants. Oh, I see, I see. So what's the outlook like for the Japanese yen under this new leadership that kicks in in April? So if I can sum it up in three words, a stronger yen. I gave some examples earlier of trade ideas by large banks, and they do make sense when you consider how investors are batting on a hawkish outcome from, mm-hmm. from Ueda as the new BOJ governor. I was speaking with Amir Envazade from Asymmetric Advisors. Now, he's a mm-hmm. long-term watcher of Japan based in Singapore, over 30 years of watching Japanese markets, and he reckons that 120 per dollar by summer is conservative. To put it into perspective, um, about 70% of respondents in a Bloomberg survey found that the BOJ will likely tighten monetary policy by July, a dump Mm -hmm. of, you know, from 54% last month. So it does show that people are expecting Ueda to be a little bit more hawkish and to start making his mark by raising rates from the current status quo. And and if they are right, then certainly expect a stronger yen versus not just a dollar, but currencies like the Aussie, the Kiwi, and Singapore's dollar as well as a result. Okay, okay. So my question now is, you know, everyone is predicting that he's going to be a little bit hawkish, but what if he turns out to be not hawkish as many expected? What will happen to the Japanese yen? Or is it just, you know, with the current state of Japanese economy, he has to be hawkish than Haruhiko Kuroda? So again, another interesting question. And the short answer is no one knows, but one would think that the opposite of all that I've spoken about could happen. Mm-hmm. Think of a rubber band. Think of mm-hmm. a rubber band that's been stretched incredibly long and then it snaps back when you let it go. Right. So the yen at 135 is still cheap, but mm-hmm. people in market participants have been pricing in expectations of tightening. So mm-hmm. so if he fails to deliver at some point and you know if the markets are wrong and he continues to cling to ultra easy monetary policy all the way, then expect to see the yen plunging from here. Mm, Right, right. Okay. So meanwhile, how are Japanese bonds reacting to his nomination? What are they signaling? So bonds are incredibly interesting because Mm. unlike the yen, which is a free-floating currency that can be traded from anywhere in the world, basically anytime you want from Monday to Friday, Japanese government bond yields are controlled tightly by the Bank of Japan. In fact, that's how they keep interest rates low, by putting a cap on yields for the 10-year bond. So Mm -hmm. JGBs, as they're known, sold off when the Bank of Japan suddenly widened the trading ban of 10-year yields from 0.25% to 50 basis points uh, back in December. And it triggered massive market volatility, not just in Japan, but everything from the dollar to treasuries Mm -hmm. and other parts of the market. So bond traders right now are betting on a further tweak to yield curve control sooner rather than later 
at the Bank of Japan and pricing in an end to negative rates around the middle of the year. So mm. certainly expect to see more pressure on JGB's bonds ahead. And with inflation running well above the BOJ's comfort zone, what kind of challenges remain for Kazuo Ueda when he takes the top seat? I think you've answered that in the first part of your question, Hongbin, <laughs> and that's Precisely it, right? Tackling inflation, which is mm-hmm. well above the BOJ's comfort zone right now. And the key to doing this really is like the Fed in the US, the RBA in Australia and the ECB in Europe, it's about oh. tightening interest rates. So Japan is still clinging to loose monetary policy at a time when the rest of the world is firefighting the hottest inflation in decades. That's right. why markets are betting that Ueda would have little choice but to tighten monetary policy. I was speaking to a money manager on Friday about this and he said to me, this inflation is dead in Japan, dead in the Mm, water. So it kind of shows you the pressure that Ueda will be under. And his Mm -hmm. challenge is to somehow steer the Japanese economy into this new era as the nation's core inflation rate rises to 4% or higher. These Mm -hmm. are levels that are unseen since the 1980s. They cannot keep ultra-loose monetary policy forever. At least that's what markets are saying. The question Mm -hmm. is, how delicate is this balance? And what are Ueda's strategies to ensure that he can do this successfully without tipping the economy into a mega recession? Okay. Well, thank you so much, Ruth, for your time and your insights today. Welcome. Thank you. We've been speaking with Ruth Carson, senior reporter for FX and rates at Bloomberg. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.